Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. Uh, we actually have a really awesome show tonight and a very special show tonight because uh, we are being brought to you by History Channel. You know, that yes, History Channel. Yes. You know, that's actually a, that's a pretty... Pretty bold that's accomplishment a there. That's a, that's a big, big darn deal. I am your main host, Mike Dolce, brought to you, as always, with my second Mike, Hassan Godwin. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> I, I, I just hate it here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you're checking us out live on Facebook, that's awesome. We really appreciate it. We've also got uh, Daquan Quain. Di sorry, Daquan Kane. Uh, coming on in our third segment as well. To talk we about got Qui-Gon Jinn on the show? <laughs> I know, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> thought no, he we, was dead. <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got a ton of good stuff going on. We're really excited about everything that's going on. But, uh, but again, this is, this is a special show because we are going to be reviewing uh, History Channel's new series. Yeah, we're going to be spoiler-free-ish. Spoiler we're going to be spoiler-free. Yeah. But we're going to be doing this a week before it comes out. It's coming out next week. History Channel's like, you guys are an awesome podcast. We want your input. We want you to spread the word. Which was, which was darn nice of them. It was very nice of them. I, I, I honestly... I'm actually ill-equipped and ill-prepared to yeah, accept those kind I was, of... I was touched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what to do with, the, yeah. with, the, with positivity. But uh, uh, that's not that's not right. But yeah, so we are we're coming at you live. It's it's pretty awesome, and uh, we again we thank History Channel. Now History Channel is sponsoring us, but I have to make this clear: the opinions that we share, they're our own. There are opinions. There are opinions. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive into what Nightfall is first. I think that's the best way to do this. Set this up a little bit. Um, History Channel's had some success with some scripted series before. Yeah. Um, they're also Vikings. they're also no look. I got my History Channel. I got look. I'm I'm all History Channel tonight. I got my Ancient Alien <laughs> you, shirt on for anybody. You're such a media whore. For any uh, well, no, uh, uh, a whore. <laughs> so I'm not. But nobody can see me. So, so nobody knows. So I'm wearing the wig. I'm wearing the alien the alien guy's wig right now. So so like I'm just as much a whore as you are, but uh, nobody yeah. can tell. Well, all right, I'll put the video on you, and then yeah. we'll all then yeah, we'll then all they'll tell. see I'm lying, you know, and I'm we'll not actually tell. wearing that guy's wig. At all. Um, no, we That's think it, we think it's a, it's it's pretty cool. So they've done some good ser scripted series like Vikings, um, which is which is really good. They did the Hatfield McCoys a couple yes, couple did. years ago, was, which was, was awesome. a, which was a pretty big deal. It was and a it was a big deal. It was a crazy so. crazy movie, crazy uh, excuse me miniseries. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, and then they do a lot of history too. That that that's the odd thing. Like they they managed to squeeze in all this history stuff. Um, yeah, you know, maybe the they do. Yeah, yeah maybe a couple they do. of documentaries. I'm a big fan of ancient aliens. You're, yeah, that's not big, technically history. It's not. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Curse of Oak Island. And I'm going to tell you Curse how of Oak, Curse you, of Oak Island's you, amazing. You're a big fan of everything on the History Channel that isn't history. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Oh no, I'll watch some. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> no, there's definitely some. See, really we used good to call stuff. it the Hitler Channel, which they're not going to appreciate. No, that's the Military History Channel now. Yes. So yes. if you go to Military History, yeah, but that's even the they Channel. are starting because to because it's like, always about World War Two, right? But even they're starting to do like codes and conspiracies now. Yeah, they're doing and yeah, like, like yeah. These, yeah it, it's, Everybody's branching they're out. They're definitely doing some didn't, good. Didn't History Channel? The History Channel was one with the Ghost Hunters, right? They started it, or Paranormal Activity, or <sighs> one of those. They had, no, they that's started, Discovery. Huh? Was it? Do you think sci-fi? Well, sci-fi picked it up. Uh, Alpha intern who's back from vacation. It was sci-fi. Sci but then that was for Ghost Hunters. Ghost Adventures was Discovery. Oh, yeah, I think fact checked. Yeah. yeah, and MythBusters was. I don't Discovery like it. Fact well, checked. Well, I know. I know MythBusters was Discovery. 
It is just what it is. Well done, so, Anna. So here's Nicely. what um, here's what you need to know about Nightfall. It's uh, the Knights Templar, kind of all based around the Knights Templar. Um, again, it's scripted series, so they take a little bit of liberties with with different things, which is which is fine. Uh, they were a powerful, wealthy, and mysterious military order of the military of the Middle Ages that existed for nearly two centuries following the official endorsement of the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, their big thing was the Holy Grail, and that's what this whole show is kind of like focused. Yeah, around. it's speculate. <clears throat> it's speculatory as to whether they actually uh, possessed the Grail, mm-hmm. or whether it was uh, uh, throughout throughout the honest honest yeah. history in real yeah. history, or, or was it just one of those things that they either they they claim that they possessed, or just one of those things they financed themselves yeah. because they were constantly searching for it. Yeah. In this show, um, they had it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. They just said, like, like, we're, we're going gonna... to take this leap. Yeah, we're solving this. We're going to take this yeah. leap. The Holy Grail is real. <laughs> they were eating peaches out of it. You know, they, they, they had. Did you <laughs> feel when right you were there. watching and we got, to watch, we got to, to watch the first few episodes, did you feel like you're watching The Last Crusade a little bit? Indiana um, Jones? Indiana Jones? Yeah. 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 Actually, also in the, in the way that the Grail looked. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which was, was very endearing. Yeah, I was, was nice like, all now. right, they know, they hit my yeah, soft they spot it. here. They get it. See, These so guys this is how, how, how we kind of tie it all in together. It's, um, a, it's actually kind of cool because it's right after the, the fall of Jerusalem, after the Muslims and yeah. the Muslims are on the march and they're taking things back. This is a. This is like in a middle period. It's not yeah. actually a crusade, it's a, it's a middle right. period just before, um, before uh, Richard the Lionhearted. Made I think the third crusade, which was which was uh, the kind of the really bloodiest mm-hmm. one. It's mm-hmm. either the third or the fourth. I'm I'm screwing it. We're up. not here to give history lessons. That's we're history, not. That's no. History Channel's job. No, yes, that's their job, and they do way better job. History Channel do. is out there to provide the history. Yeah. We're here to provide the action. But <laughs> yes, and and this show had a had a a ton of action yeah. in it. Um, especially for like a, a, a pilot and they've, they, it, it starts off. This is not a spoiler because it's the first like, 10 minutes of the show. It You're starts spoiling off, they, everything. Well, that's what I do. That's, that's fair. what we're going to, um, they, they lose Acker. Right? Acker is like pretty much their last stronghold. Well, that's not a last spoiler. Pressure. That's like actual history. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like that actually did happen. But it also happens in the first 10 minutes. Yes. So that's not really a spoiler for the episode yeah. so much. That's, that's kind of the catalyst of everything. Yeah. That's the one to three o'clock in as, as stories go. Yeah. Um, and so the we start out with our nightfall show with yeah. our with our Templars having lost the Holy Land. Yeah, exactly. So they're not even in the Holy Land like after the first five minutes of the show right. is over. Right. Which was you know was interesting too. I agree with that because I, I I'm kind of sitting there I'm watching it and I'm like uh, all right where do we kind of go where's yeah where's go here they're in Paris they're, they're chilling they're hanging out they're you know they're talking to they're they're talking to the king they're talking to official people you know yeah they're doing uh, yeah. They're doing blogs and, and <laughs> you know. But here, here's, kind of the, here's the funny thing, right? And this is where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull it Uh-oh. into my love of history we're channel. Gonna get, okay, we're going to get serious. The Templars are a big storyline on Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> big storyline. You think it's all Italian? Well, according to... This, this is all the Curse to, of Oak Island. All right, so if you watch Curse of Oak Island, which I don't know if you do or not. If you're an Ancient Aliens fan, it's the same production company does Ancient Aliens, does Curse of Oak Island. But okay. Curse of Oak Island is a real story. Um, about an island in Nova Scotia. My wife and I, we, we love it. We actually, we sit every, every Have you Tuesday. Have in Nova Scotia? Every, well, no, we don't go to Nova Scotia. We've never been oh, to Nova Scotia. you just go to your sofa and watch. A, a, correct, yes. Okay. We go to Nova Sofa. And we, uh, we basically... Well done. We watch, oh, that one was well done. <laughs> yeah, well did that pass your... Did yeah, that pass your... Uh, that passes smell we're gonna name We're going to name the bit yeah, we're, Nova we'll, Sofa. We'll know with that. <laughs> I'm not going to name it the other thing. 
I'm not naming it the other day. I have to announce our no, 100th show. Don't we're gonna, do it. It's going to be exciting. Keep going. Um, and it's about, so basically in the 1700s, they found mm-hmm. this, um, uh, th- these young boys are in a rowboat and they see these lights in the island. They go to the island um, and they realize that there's like a dig site of some kind. Um, and they're like, oh, maybe there's something here. And they see some gold chains. They see some gold. They're like, well, let's keep digging. And they find this like rock that says, you know, 100 meters below or 100 whatever, you know, kind of measurement that they yeah. gave. There's treasure. And so they keep digging and digging and digging, and then they spring a booby trap. I mean, this is this is actually happened. This is real history. So this I'm giving real, you real history. This is, yeah, this, this actually. Took and place. since then, there's been teams of people going to this island to try to to try to um, find the so-called treasure, and no one's ever actually found it. But they found pieces of it. Wait, wait, wait. And they found things. But every time they try to dig, there's just booby traps. It floods the entire island. There's just flood holes everywhere. So any attempt to try to find this treasure has been carefully blocked by whoever buried it. Um, FDR, when he was a young lad, really? was on one of the teams that came in there. And people So keep, whoever whoever did this in the in the ancient world yes, managed to, to rig an island yes. to flood every time someone digs past a certain point. Yeah. I know. It's and this is this is this is like actual fact. I'm not making this up. And so you think that they're that they're they're tying how, in nightfall? No, no. How it ties into the Templars, though, mm-hmm. which is what I get excited about, uh, and why I'm excited about the Nightfall show is people keep saying, okay, well, if they did this, I mean, to rig an island to flood is not an easy feat, right? I mean, right. that's that's not easy to do. No. So how they actually now people keep speculating, well, what's buried there? And there are Knights of the Templar insignias all over the island. Like carved into rocks. Really? Yeah. So it's so this is like the, so they had this whole uh, season two diversion where they there actually were like go red to Scotland. All over the all over yes. the island. Uh, not red, but the the, but, the, the cross. But yeah. the actual crosses, yeah. And, and on this season two, there's they're going to be finding more Knights of the Templar stuff. So people are actually speculating that this is not Spanish treasure that's being hidden, um, which some people think it's like Spanish pirate treasure. People they think, think it's the, the actual Holy Grail. Or the Ark of the Covenant. They think, I mean, there's so many outlandish, there's crazy wow. theories. So, yeah, all right. That's my that's my circle back into Nightfall. Um, so I'm a big fan of the Templars. I'm a big fan of all this other stuff. So it, it was it was cool to be able to see the first episode um, and see it. Uh, let me ask you a question though, right? Because uh, one of the things that history kind of gave us, and again, this is you know we're working in partnership with them. The Templar was humanity's original Jedi Knights. <laughs> What do you think of that? Um, I it, laughed at first, but then no, I thought about it, and I was like, oh. "No, it's absolutely true." And that's who the uh, George Lucas actually based the Jedi Knights off right. of the Templars. So yeah, right. That's, so, yeah, yeah, right. I know. At first, true. I'm like, "Oh, come on, please." No, well, that's true. But then you're like, "Wait a minute!" But when I was a kid, religious I, order of fighting monks. Oh yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, like I, a I loved I loved the Templars, and I made that connection myself when I was a kid, even before mm-hmm. I knew what the heck was going on. And it's one of the reasons. Because Star Wars paints so much stuff. Yeah. Um, this is one of the reasons I really kind of gravitated to them. It's like, oh, it's a secret order of, you know, of warrior, right. you know, religious warrior monks that, you know, were charged to, you know, protect the pilgrims and the holy people in the in the Holy Land from, from going from place to place to, sure. to see all these, you know, uh the these holy monuments and these the on their pilgrimages and stuff like that. So yeah, and then I mean it's not um they're not ambiguous about how the Templars ended. 
you know, yeah. even in even in the reviews, yeah, for um, for this show, they say, yeah, this is just this leads all the way up until you know, they're, yeah, they're so falling the, out with yeah, the church, exactly. So, so mm-hmm. um, and which pretty much the same thing happened to the Jedi. So yeah. Yeah, so I mean, not an outlandish statement. No, at first it kind of was. It, at first it kind of was. No, but it's, it was. Yeah. My last, my last kind of takeaway from it before we get into the deeper question that we're gonna we're gonna talk about in in uh, segment two. Okay. Um, is they do they have night vision? Did you see that actually? Yeah. I don't like yeah. all the puns, by the way. I, I actually don't love the title because it's it's the name of a very famous Batman story, so I was kind of a little thrown off. <laughs> it's like Nightfall. It's like, what, also, doing... also to lead you back yeah. to uh, what you had said before, the um, the operation uh, that killed all the Jedi Knights was called Operation Nightfall. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the, uh, in the oh, prequels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Which you hate. So yeah, look at that. That's why you don't know that. I dislike them. <laughs> I disrespect them. Yeah. I disrespect those. Dislike has a lot of nuance. There's a lot of nuance. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the night vision themselves, though, and if you see it in the first episode, it's actually pretty cool. They shoot, they have like these cameras inside the helmet. Yeah. Did you like yeah. that? I Yes. I thought that was a very, um, it, it's a very modern way of kind of, Building tension, and because I mean, the, if they're going to be historic, these the the, the Templars are going to have these like boxy helmets, and that's not sexy, right? You know, right? So they want to be historically accurate, or as as accurately as possible, as accurate as possible. But there's also got to be a way that they kind of build tension with it, and showing a guy's eyes bulging through a slit <laughs> yeah. isn't going to work. Isn't going to do it. No, but that's uh, that's that's what I um I I refer to that as uh, Iron Man vision. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is what they've been doing yeah, with Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, of, a little bit of that too. And they a also did it with, too. um, they also did it with Spartacus, the 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 TV show where they show the the gladiators inside yeah. their helmets. All right, I mean, so you know, so that works. We've 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 leaped on some good praise on them, um, and we'll we'll continue to do so. We were actually, I think, we were there's both a little pleasantly... bit of anachronistic, you know, because yeah. they're yelling out orders in the middle of a fight, and it's, yeah. that's because the camera is right up neck, uh, close to the guy, so you can hear his orders. But the, the guy th- six horses over. He's not. Yeah, he's no, not hearing that no, guy's orders. No, no, he's just, he's like in the in the helmet and everything's <laughs> yeah, going on. He's, yeah, he's doing his own thing. But we've done we've done some some yeah. good praise on it. We'll get a little deeper into it. But the real question is, and this is what everyone keeps asking, is this the next Game of Thrones? Oh. What does that even mean when we come back? You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital digital connectors. connectors. Woo! Woo! (laughs) What's (laughs) that? 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. That might have been the best thing you've ever said, period, <laughs> like on the show. I mean, we're not even talking about like, like your opinions, they're okay. Uh, Segway, boom. Yeah. That's where the money's made, my man. You know what? Now I'm going to end every sentence with boom. Boom. That's what I do. Exactly. Boom, 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 boom. All right. That's enough. That's old already. This show doesn't work when we agree. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I am super loud. I am Michael Dolce, your host, <laughs> with my second mic. Are That's we back? It. Where did we go? We didn't, go, we didn't go anywhere. We're not but, really back. But we're, but we're here now. Uh, okay. But we're here. Um, we're talking about uh, History Channel's new show, Nightfall, which yes, again... Uh, our opinions are our own, but we definitely are working with them on this. Yeah, full disclosure. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, i got to be honest awesome. with you. It's about time somebody recognized how brilliant we are and wanted to exploit our brilliance for their own financial gain. You, you... Did I did I reverse that completely? Yeah. Yeah, I did. All right. Well, anyway, hey, <laughs> happy to have History Channel here every night. <laughs> Remember Nova Sofa? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Here's the one thing we said. So we, we did have actually some genuine... We left on the cliffhanger. We, we had some genuine praise for the show. And I think, I think ultimately we got to watch uh, next week's pilot episode mm-hmm. in advance. And we both liked it. I mean, yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, it's there. The one question, though, that was kind of brought up, and this is brought up for every show now, mm. is this the next Game of Thrones, okay? I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're checking a list and you're checking boxes, right? Medieval intrigue, yes. It's got the medieval intrigue, right? It's got bloodshed, a lot of blood in this, a lot of like fake blood did everywhere. You, yeah, did you notice that? Uh, yeah, I little, did. I did. It was a little murky. Um, <laughs> very cool cliffhanger at yes. the end of the at the end of the first yeah, episode. Kind of sad, kind of um, a little grisly. But it, but it also kind of yeah, but it it does kind of play into what Game of Thrones does. But mm-hmm. but let's look at Game of Thrones from a larger standpoint, right? Like the next Game of Thrones, does it have to be a medieval thing? Could you argue? That Game of Thrones transcends its own setting, right? I mean, in a way, it does, right? I think if you're really smart, you don't want to get labeled with that anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I think, agree. I think, I think uh, five or six years from now, you want people to be asking what's going to be the next Nightfall. You know, yes. so um, whereas it would be great if the if 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 uh, you know the the vloggers and everybody else came along and said this is a this is a successor to uh, this is a proper successor to Game of Thrones, and this is exactly what we want to see. This is more of the same of of what we like. It is a it's a boon. You, you do get some light out of it. Sure, you get a lot of people to, to to follow it. But then you're going to get unfair comparisons. You're gonna you know if if people don't but again, if people don't follow history and they want that epic fantasy thing. There's no there's not going to be any dragons. But again, in this. is that what is that what makes Game of Thrones so great? Because I quite frankly, Game of Thrones succeeds in spite of itself. If you think about it, right? Epic fantasy should not be the number one TV show in the world. Well, I don't know about that. No, but I mean, I'm just saying by its by its own um, by history, what? by its own history, right? By I mean, its history by history of epic fantasy. Yes. Well, we had Lord of the Rings. 
Lord of the Rings was giant. We're in the television renaissance, where television and movies are, are not that far removed now. Sure. So television shows are basically long movies now. Yes. They're, they're you know, 10 hour, Actually, movies are short movies. TV shows, I, I think. Actually, I yeah. Like that's, if, you, if, you, yeah. If you look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the other right? Way around. So, I mean, no one's got an issue sitting in a theater for three hours to watch anything now. Sure. No one's got an issue sitting in front of the television binging something for six hours. Yeah. You know, all, all through their weekend. So, um, Epic Fantasy kind of fits right in there, you know? And and this show would will fit right in there, you know? We'll but I don't think it's going to... I don't think what makes Game of Thrones Game of Thrones is the fact that it's set in a medieval setting or an epic fantasy setting. I think what makes Game of Thrones Game of Thrones is the characters and how they react to their environment, how they react to each other, how they're consistently working their way toward this goal and then being and then us as viewers are being surprised along the way. I would actually say the next Game of Thrones right now is Stranger Things. I would say Stranger Things is more the next Game of Thrones, even though it has nothing to do with medieval intrigue. It has nothing to do with epic fantasy. It has nothing to do with dragons or anything like that. I think the next Game of Thrones, if you look at that, and I'm going to use the air quotes, is what's the next cultural phenomenon? And in that regard, I think it could be anything, right? And right now, I think Stranger Things is that that Game of Thrones. Who's saying it's the next Game of Thrones? Who's saying Nightfall is? I think the comparisons are that it's medieval... Uh, fantasy. There's, you know, there. It's essentially. Yeah, but who's who's using that? Uh... I don't think um, anyone's necessarily saying that specifically about no. Nightfall, but there are comparisons based on the fact that it is, you know, horses and knights and swords, and there's, uh, there's you know, battles. there's sex and there's violence and there's gore and there's, Good you know, so stuff. in that regard, there's just a similarity of context. Yeah, but it's not necessarily. Um, you know, the next Game of Thrones. To, to, yeah. to me, like the I next said, Game I, of Thrones is what's the biggest, what's the next cultural phenomenon? Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I don't even think I would I would agree with that um, Stranger Things being the next Game of Thrones. There's not going to be another Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, just like there's not going to be another Stranger Things. There's going sure. to be a hundred shows that's going to come out that's going to be 80s related with kids running around like the Goonies, you right. know? Because everything but is. But that's is, what is, makes Stranger Things the next. Uh, all right, I, I maybe maybe using the term "the next" is the wrong approach, though. I guess I'm defining Game of Thrones as cultural phenomenon. The next cultural phenomenon to me was Stranger Things. I don't know if it's a phenomenon. You know, I don't know. I, I, we we'll, we'll parse that, but yeah. um, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So yeah, and I and I, I agree. Um, it has to be the characters and anything that's emphasizing character. Yeah. Over you know uh, over the 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 scenery, over the situation and the the severity of the scene you know the, yeah. the blood and stuff like that that's uh, that's probably going to get you somewhere even in sure. stu- even in things that aren't successful mm-hmm. uh, aren't commercially successful have uh, you know stand the test of time last dozens of years after sure. they've they've come out because of uh, because of great characterization so. yeah. So yeah, definitely. So yeah, it will. The time will tell uh, with uh, with Nightfall whether it's got uh, whether it's got the the, the, the legs. Cam- yeah, the if if it. I mean, if it if it does, it's, it certainly has the right setting. Yeah, it's certainly in the right place at the right time. Well, let me ask you another question too, and I think this is a really important one, right? And this kind of ties into the prequels, which I, I love to tie into as much as humanly possible. Um, if you know what the ending already is, right? Things. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. Go read a history book. 
things don't end well for the Templars. Like, they don't. Well. If you know this ending going in, which I guess now everyone if does. If you're into, you know. If you're into history? Yeah, if you're a masochist, it, <laughs> if you're it, into ends, history, yes. it ends very well for you. You know, if you sure. like being set on fire, then but if, it ends very well. But if you're into, in, if you know the outcome of something already before it happens, right. how much can you get behind what's, what's, what's going on knowing what's going to end up Well, happening? that's the Titanic, isn't it? That's good. It's another very good analogy. You know, I mean, people people aren't really concerned so much about what's going to happen next. They want to see the events that led up to that, and they want to see, as you say again, with character. Yeah. They want to see how the characters, you know, deal with the events of the situation. So, like, if you got two great characters, and 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 then you realize, and the boat's going to sink. Right. You know, any minute now, this boat's going to yeah. sink. I want to see if these. These, if these, these two, two make it all. Yeah, they have the, the yeah. moxie to get out of yeah. the situation. So, you know, we do have like kind of a, a fatalism uh, where, where history is kind of an inevitability. There's like a pending disaster, a pending doom coming. You know, like we, we have, uh, you know, The Walking Dead or whatever. We, mm-hmm. we're, we're very infatuated with apocalyptic, you yeah. know, kind of situations. So if you're, if you're setting the show up, um, and they've, and they've done it in the, uh, in some of the reviews where they said this takes place. You know this 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 show will lead all the way up until yeah. you know the 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 fall of, yeah. of all the the Templar Knights. Yeah. Then with that pending dune in the background, if you if you do if have if you're really attached to Landry, who's the main character, yes. if you're really attached to the king and the queen, because mm-hmm. being king and queen never works out. No, well, right? it doesn't. It queen doesn't. Joan never works out. It's well. A, it's cool while it lasts. Yeah. you know, it's cool in the beginning, but yeah. it, you know, look at look at Henry VIII. It, yeah, 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 really yeah. great in the beginning. <laughs> it's good to be the king. Yeah, until it's not. <laughs> then it, until yeah, it's yeah, not. It always not. ends up bad. Exactly. Um, yeah. Look at all the Louis. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so it, there is there is potential. There's total potential for like fantastic drama mm-hmm. and and whatever. So if they if they do their characters right, if they carry these characters off, and you really do give a darn yeah. about these guys, about Landry, um, and and the several other uh, key knights that he has in the story, that by the, as this as this inevitable event comes up, you know, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. I think so. Should too. be exciting. I think so too. I I, I think. You know, overall, if we were to, I don't want to give it swords. What what's a good like barometer? Good good parody barometer <laughs> for, for pun, a scale pun barometer. For, yeah, <laughs> what's a good pun barometer? Uh, I don't know. Master oh, grader. How many how many grails? How many grails? How many grails? How many grails? Let's do it. No 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 no. Let's do let's do even better. Let's do. Stop. I got that in there. I got that in there. Um, do you know? Wait no. Let's do uh, how many Indiana Jones is. Who's Sean Con- How many Sean Connerys? Oh, my God. Come on, Sean Connery. <laughs> that was this Sean whole Connery's? thing. All right. How many enough. Sean Connerys would you give the pilot episode? Uh, what's out the scale? of five. We'll do out of five. Uh, I would give it a five. You give it a five? Yeah. Holy it crap. Five. I was giving it. I would give it a, a three and a half, to be honest you with you. You know I, what? I, I was, one of those, and this is, this is complete honesty. Yeah. The fact that it exists, yeah. and the fact that they're they're focusing, it's, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of an oddity. Mm-hmm. The Crusades is not really. There's not a lot of subject matter on the Crusades as entertainment. True, you know. And I mean, the last big one we got was was Ridley Scott's uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah, and that's that's got a lot of controversy around. It. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's a very debatable. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people are going to stay away from it because it is a very a very strong conflict with the Muslims. You know, there's, you say there's, there's a mass very, debate behind that. Uh, yeah, yeah, there would be a. There would be an extreme mass 
that you would have to debate on That's that. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh-huh. So anyway. Nightfall premiere is Wednesday, December 6th at 10 p.m. Eastern on History. Visit History.com for more information about Nightfall. Uh, we're going to keep talking about it a little bit, too. We're also going to get into the Marvel Infinity War trailer that came out a little later. But up next, we've got uh, Daikon Quinn. Da- I'm gonna just going to butcher his name all day long. Daikon Kane. Calling in. Talking to Kickstarter. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. I love the emotional affairs. That's awesome. I'm having an emotional affair with you. I have emotional affairs all the time. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think that was an actual insult to other people, but. Well, you're not not cheating on somebody. Well, if you can do that emotionally, I'm cheating on you right now. This is Because I'm thinking about someone else. You're thinking about Peter. Hi, Peter. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Again, we want to thank History Channel for... uh, you know, working with us to uh, give us some stuff before. I love seeing stuff before, before everybody, everybody else. else. Gets to see that it. makes me feel yeah. important. And, yeah. uh, Especially and if you like the stuff. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. you know, you don't have to lie to people. Like, no, it's oh, true, it actually. Really yeah, nice. It was very helpful that we enjoyed the material potpourri. we saw. <laughs> Thank you so much for all this potpourri. But feeling important <laughs> satisfies a lifelong dream that I had. Uh, our next guest uh, <laughs> is fulfilling a lifelong dream that is more creative in nature. Uh, welcome, Daikon. Kane, Daquan, I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna completely butcher his name every single time. Daquan, how's it tell going? Him to say his own name. It's well, it's not the it's not hey the guys, name. How are you doing? Doing good. It's not the name that I'm butchering. It's the, it's the uh, the syllables. Daquan Kane. It's like saying it fast. It's Qui Gon Jin. Right, right. We're gonna call you Qui Gon for the rest for the rest of the show. That's it. Hey guys, how you doing? We're doing really doing really good. good. Man. So uh, talk to us. You are fulfilling a 16 year. Dream, The Silent Descendants. It's on Kickstarter right now. Give our audience the 30-second pitch. Okay, so the story the story is about the Dark Fury family, and they are from Yonkers, New York. And when their father, who's a firefighter, gets killed in a domestic terrorism uh, act, um, his children, they band together to sort of, you know, um, find those responsible for his death, mm-hmm. and they use their newfound superpowers to do so. How'd they get those powers? They found their powers by um, 
by way of a ancient mysticism that was dormant inside of a book. Ah, and where did they find this book? Um, the book is actually a souvenir from one of the uh, siblings who brought it home to the United States all the way from Iran uh, after the war that he was in. You realize I'm just going to basically have you give the entire plot line for your book, so you know it's going to be almost. <laughs> you know they don't. They don't. They're not even going to want that after that. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, what is your inspiration for creating this? You said it's 16 years in the making. Uh, you know, obviously, they're, they're, just from the sound of what you what you told us, there's a, a host of different, um, you know, kind of. I don't want to use the word inspirations again, but what 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 inspired you to kind of come up with this? Um, I was inspired by two different things that actually put the story into motion mm-hmm. after such a long period. Um, the first actually was September 11th. That was actually the catalyst for why I created the story. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's actually where the uh, terrorism aspect within the story comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, What happened was I was 10 years old at the time when I originally came up with the concept for the story. And I did so as a way of coping with such a chaotic time as it was back then. Um, the second inspiration would definitely be the birth of my daughter. I wanted to do something that I could, you know, inspire her with as she got older. And hopefully, you know, it'll all work out. It's on Kickstarter. <laughs> so that's a, it's a good segue into my next question, too. Talk to the audience. How difficult is it to put up a Kickstarter? I mean, there's so, I've, done, I've done three or four of them now, uh, but I want to hear from a first-timer. You know, how much work goes into um, this? <laughs> it, it is extremely straining. Um, I'm definitely grateful for all the support that I've gotten, but I must say that it's one of the, you know, the hardest things that I've ever gotten myself involved with. Um, you know, there's so much competition out there, both mainstream and independently, and to get people to view your project can be a challenge. Sure. You know, I, I'm I'm a believer that the cream rises to the top. That's a good way to put it. I mean, the pre-Kickstarter build-up. I mean, that's something that people people kind of neglect a lot of times, right? They they're they're so focused on the project, they don't realize that the marketing has to go in like six months before. What did you kind of do to kind of build up steam for the Kickstarter that's going on right now? You're absolutely right about that. It does take a lot of you know pre-planning. Um, one big thing that I did that I didn't see a lot of people doing was I thought outside the box and I created a countdown on all my social media um, accounts. And I believe that it helped us gain a very strong start. Sure. Um, so, you know, doing a countdown helps and also giving people a little sense of what your story is in the, in the aspect of, you know, like character profiles and mm-hmm. short vague synopsises, nothing too detailed, but, you know, those are definitely things that I believe helps any creator, you know, have a very strong um, Kickstarter. Sure. Who are the, uh, who are the creators that you're, you know, you kind of look up to? Who are the creators that have kind of influenced what you're doing now with your book? Oh, um, well, definitely, I would say Dwayne McDuffie and Todd McFarlane. As independent creators, I definitely have a lot of respect for those two guys, you know, for building their own brands. Um, Robert Kirkman is another one, and I'm a very, very big fan of Jason Aaron also. 
I'm not a huge Jason Aaron guy. I'm not, I, don't, I think he's okay. Hassan, what do you think? <laughs> no, I don't even know who he is. Um, you, don't even know, you, don't, you don't even know who he is. You're just like, I, comics, what are they? <laughs> what show am I on? I what am I doing? About Where am I even doing here? Um, <laughs> no, I don't really know who he is. <laughs> he did scalp. He's writing a very good independent book, actually, called um, Southern Bastard. What's it called? Southern Bastard. Yeah, Southern Bastard. I think I got option two. He's, yeah, yeah, I hate him. I hate him right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm insanely like jealous of successful. Any, right, I hate anyone who's more successful than I You always hate people who are successful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, what's <laughs> it's, it's what inspires thing. me. So if, if Daquan was to ask me the question of what inspires me, it's all the people that I hate. It's the hate. Yes. You have. Yeah. Hate is kind of a nuanced thing. Did you know that? No, no, it's very clear cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what comics are you reading these days, Daquan? Um, right now I'm reading The Realm by Seth uh, Peck and Jeremy Hahn, I oh believe. Oh my god, that's like um, way too deep for us. <laughs> Just say Superman. It's, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's being published by Image Comics and it's oh, like go. the best thing that I've read all year. That's mainstream enough for you. Well, wait. Hey, let me let me throw this out here, actually, because this is a good place. We're all we're all comic book fans. We're all into this into this uh, industry. Is Image Comics? Do you consider Image Comics to be an independent comic book company anymore? I I do I do. I mean, in the sense that you know, they only really you know publish your stuff. As far as promotion, I still see a lot of you know the creative team still doing a lot of that themselves. That's. I, wow. would, I would slightly disagree with him only because Image is a known brand. Like, if you see an Image book, you're likely to buy it. Yeah. If you're, you know, if, if you see like Tom's comics, you know, you sure you might not, you might not be quick to grab it off a shelf. The, the, so that's the that's that's the only reason why I would say they're they're probably independent. You could call them a creator, you know, because they are creator they're owned. Creator owned, yeah. But but they're also a name brand, so it's kind of a phenomenon. So where this actually ca- this question came from was like a Twitter. Discussion I got into with some random guy who I don't know who he is. It's always with some it random is, guy. But he was basically saying, you know, can you consider image? I think it's to always be... the same guy on the internet. <laughs> it's too. probably right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's only one guy. And I was saying to him, I said, look, I first of all, independent is technically considered not Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. That's the technical term for right. independent. Right. And second, not a Democrat or a Republican. Right. But then he actually came to me and he's or he, he his argument was, yeah, but they're they're a machine now. They're, they're a known global machine. And I was, and Daquan, you actually brought up the point that I made. I, when I went through Image uh, to release Descendant years ago, um, I thought, okay, great, I made it. This is great. I just have to focus on making this book. And I failed to realize, no, 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 no. They're just going to publish your book. Yeah, you got to advertise it. You, you got to market it. Have you have to market it just as hard as if you're doing a Kickstarter. Right, absolutely. And so you bringing that up and actually seeing that the creators are the ones out there pimping their stuff, there are so many image books that have come out that you would never knew even existed. But you have to admit, the image label oh, big time will help. help sell that book. Big time help. Okay. It, it, so. it definitely... My, um, yeah. I'm sorry. My, my opinion on it is I actually do see um, with your friend is saying i i do think that you know having the image brand on your book will definitely help you but you have to remember star wars before the disney buyout was out act was you know still independent itself so it's a very subjective term sure and that's all i was trying to say yeah i think we're all agreeing here no 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 the show doesn't work when we agree (laughs) this is very true actually (laughs) i heard that from a source just recently Uh, something else too, just to, just to briefly talk about while we have uh, another minute here too is uh, 
what Marvel books are you reading? What DC books are you reading? Are you a fan of what's kind of going on with the movies in, in relation to what uh, happened in the comics or no? Me, personally, you know, I'm always going to be a Marvel and DC fan for life. At the moment, I'm mostly reading independent comic books, but um, I, I still pick up a couple, you know, of the big two. Um, from Marvel right now, I'm still reading Black Panther, Jessica Jones, and the Renew Your Vows uh, ongoing story. And on the DC side, I'm reading the Action Comics and Superman books, and also Astro City. Um, Wait, where's, is Astro City still coming out? Them. Astro City is still com- Astro City is still coming out with Kurt Busiek. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh man, I have to. I haven't picked up one of those in well, I, I'm, years. I'm a little floored at the, the fact that he said that he is into Marvel and DC. Oh, you can you can be into both. Isn't everything a binary choice? No, it, no. What? You yeah, can't you like know, both um, of them. I'm, I'm not a little bit of a rarity. I don't have a preference. <laughs> I love them both equally. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't equally. say no. Now that's where I draw that's, the line. That's, that's where I draw the line. There's no. He's you can, completely altruistic. Then. I'm a Marvel fan more than a DC fan, but I can <laughs> I can pick up a DC book. And and be. I don't understand how this happens. No, you, you could, this you, does not seem like it makes any sense. It doesn't happen. Does not compute. No, it doesn't I'm, make any I'm sense. I'm trying to think. I of think some that both sort of, of you are just making it up for the I'm show. I'm trying to think of some sort of clickbait yeah. thing that I can yeah, think but of. Yeah, you but, can't. So just you know. keep going. Just keep moving. So far, in. I'm the winner. Um, if you say so. Daquan, tell everyone where they can find your Kickstarter, and tell them where they can find on social media and how they can contribute. Okay. Um. You can find my Kickstarter at thesilentdescendants.com. Either spelling of descendants works. Um, <laughs> That's good. And nice. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Daquan Kane U2. See, I messed it up the whole time. See? That's why I said get him to say well, something. Yeah, never, you, you, you never listen. You never listen to the second mic. And where's your blog? My blog is daquancane.com. Well, Daquan, it, for you it has been uh, a pleasure. I'll be uh, contributing to said yeah, Kickstarter man. as well too. I wish you the best. Good luck and, with your uh, project. We're going to be looking in on it. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much, guys. I truly appreciate it. You got it. You got it. All right. When we come back, we're going to dive deep into the new uh, Marvel Infinity War trailer that just dropped today. When we come back, you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Pornhub traffic plummets during Uh. Game of Thrones season premiere. (laughs) Porn provider Pornhub reports their site traffic was down 4.5% on Sunday when HBO aired the popular fantasy series. Here's a ridiculous question that probably no one asked. Who did they report that to? (laughs) 
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Again, we do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank Daquan for coming on. Much easier to say his name when once I say he, it correctly. Once, once you hear him pronounce his name. When I say it correctly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that would, imply, that would imply I did some sort of research I and know. planning. I know. Two We're, things we'll, we'll get that, that worked not, out. Uh, we'll get that worked good. out. Secrets of the Sire is brought to you by all of our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Beyer, Ashley Haikai. Our program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producers, Steve Ovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Um, wish them the best people. with the Kickstarter. Kickstarters are not easy. No, they're not. Uh, and they're and they're kind of brutal. They are nerve wracking. They are nerve. I've never done it, but I know for a fact, just because of, uh, by the nature of it, you don't get the money if you don't hit your goal, that kind of thing. So there's a, it, there, yeah. it's a lot of pressure to you, and then you got to get it noticed, all that stuff. <sighs> it is. It's painful. The great thing about it, though, is once it goes through. You're, oh you know, yeah, yeah, it's not a gamble anymore. It, no, it's but like but then the work actually begins. Right, but say you've already done the work. No, and you're like, matter. well, I gotta. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's there's so much because he, to just produce a book, it would be the only thing you do. But then you offer all these kind of rewards, and they usually involve collecting artwork. You become then you become like a production manager. You become like it, that's why you don't offer rewards though. Well, but then you don't get it. You don't get it kickstarted. I'll, I'll get it kickstarted. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh well, don't then. you worry. Don't, you I know other people. <laughs> so uh, go check out his Kickstarter. It's the Silent Descendants. Pay for Silent this, Descend- the SilentDescendants.com. Go check it out. Um, you know, contribute. He's got a lot of cool rewards and a lot of cool things going on. Uh, yeah, one of the big guy. things that we definitely wanted to kind of kind of tackle also, though, too. I mean, we have again, we want to thank History Channel for uh, letting us review Nightfall. Again, that series uh, is debuting next Wednesday night. So go to history.com for more information about Nightfall. Ten Eastern. It's definitely worth it. Uh, I gave it uh, three and a half Sean Connery's. Hassan gave it five Sean Connery's. That means on an average it is four point four or five. Yeah. It's a, you know, four and a half Sean, Sean Connery's. Connery's. Um, and that's a holy really grail. short Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. mini Connery. Who was actually only like ten years older than Harrison Ford when they, when they shot that yep. movie. Yeah. Which was like baffling to but me. But Sean Connery is a life of drinking. And this Harrison is, <laughs> Ford is not. This so. is very true. This is very true. <laughs> Harrison Ford is a life of pot. So I you was, can see the. I you was, can see the. the <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say I give a compliments to the wardrobe people and the makeup people, but no, you're like no. They're, they're Sean no, Connery it's, it's is an alcoholic. It's what you're putting in your body. And Harrison Ford is a yeah, pothead. Exactly. And they're, 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 And that's go. why. That's why he could play a guy who's probably supposedly thirty years older than the yeah. main character, even though he's yeah. only ten years older. Exactly. exactly. He, he's not gonna do anything to me because he's retired. So I'm pretty safe saying that. Even with that said. I'm still a little intimidated. I'm worried about seeing Sean Connery on the train. <laughs> He's an old man Connery. now. You could totally Doesn't, no. take him. Sean Connery will will do you. <laughs> he will. You think so? Yes. yes. Well, give me your give me your. He'll ba- do you and he'll make worst, a pun. Give me he'll make word. a really bad uh, James Bond. The pun. rapists for five hundred, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> That's my Sean Connery impression. That's you know my what? that's my Daryl Hammond impression of Sean you know Connery what's, impression. What's awesome about that skit? Yeah. My favorite thing about that skit is his inexplicable hatred 
for uh, Alex Trebek. Trebek. <laughs> 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 And they never bothered to delve into it. No, he just, he just no, hates uh, Trebek. But that's just good writing. Yes. See, that's just good writing. They just give an implied I don't get this, anger. Mr. Sean Connery. I think you do, Trebek. <laughs> I think you get it all the time. <laughs> Fantastic. We could do an entire show about just that sketch. Yeah, all meta. It's a, we could do an entire show about all the sketches that we like. And yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Our, our alpha intern, Anna's like, I don't even know what's, yeah. what is Saturday Night Live. Old guys. Like, old is, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know you don't. You're being nice. <laughs> so an amazing thing dropped this morning, and unfortunately we... How did you know about that? What? How did you know? That it dropped today? Yeah, this amazing thing dropped this morning, and it fell on my foot. Because it's the nighttime? like hell. The it night was like time. amazing, the pain. So anything in the future, so anything in the present, if you, if you talk about stuff that happened in the past, you will have knowledge of it. That's how I know. I'm not even going to wrap my head around whatever the heck you just said. You're saying, how did you know that something happened yeah. in the past? Yeah. I because was making, it happened. I was making you know, the kind it's of nuanced like joke. And, you know, you understand jokes are nuances, right? They're not like blanket I think things. you step all over me with your, with your terrible <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, by the way, go check us plan. out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Secrets of the Side. Go check out our Billy Corgan There's video. There's some funny stuff. There's go check out a video about how I almost Alpha, died eating a piece of metal. Alpha intern Anna did an <laughs> exceptional video on uh, one of our previous shows as well, too. Yes, she, she did. did a very nice job. Yes, she did. So we're gonna, and we're going to have one more out of her before she goes off she to goes the to wonderland no. of yeah, and finals. And find stardom and, you know, get, get somewhere Let's in life unlike the rest of us. not that far. Oh, all right. I, well, you're, wishing you're, not, you're not wishing her well? I'm not not wishing her well. But you're not, not, not. What did we talk about? I don't want people to be more successful than me. Well, yeah. I thought we were through this. Already. But your desires are I want nuanced. You to be just thing, as, Mike. if there's, not, there's nuance to your less. desires. I don't want anyone. I don't want any Jason Aaron's on this show. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't want any Casey Josts. I want. I want people. You want everybody to fail. You want everyone to fail. I want everyone to fail slightly less than me. <laughs> How so bad do you way, fail? I'm successful. Do you fail a lot? Well, like, clearly, I'm not doing very well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, you're sitting with me, so obviously. Let's be honest. You're sitting with your second mic, who always cuts you off. <laughs> We're not even going to get into Infinity War, are we? It's just yeah. not even Infinity War, drop, trailer, truth, the trash. We don't have uh, any kind of uh, fun. With no music and fanfare. Music like, for that. But relax anyway. Oh, that was on cue. Trailer, trash, trailer, truth. <laughs> Trailer truth or trash? <laughs> well, I gotta call him something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gotta be something. Mm-hmm. We are middling. <laughs> we are indeed middling. <laughs> we've 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 gone sub middling. <laughs> yeah. This is the height. We're sub middling. History Channel is the height of our <laughs> yes. success. Yes, we've essentially reached. And, and, we've reached the top of the mountain. Yeah, and I think they're done with us. Oh. at this point. Right. So anyway, <laughs> they'd be stupid not to be. <laughs> Maybe a bunch of Jason Aaron. Okay, so. <laughs> Oh man! Here's here's the thing though. Avengers: Infinity War. Yes. Was a two minute clip drop. Yes. My initial reaction watching it, literally, uh, with all you guys and mm-hmm. uh, and now. all of our executive producers who uh, who all huddled around. Yes, we all huddled around in this in this uh, in this office. I gotta say, I got a little bit of goosebumps. You got goosebumps. I did. You I did. did. There's there's something about all your favorite like comic book heroes. Banding together against an absolute evil. I think that's why Avengers worked for me in a sense of the villain was so not. I know Loki was the villain, mm-hmm. but the real villain was the Chitari. Mm-hmm. It was so clear cut. You could just have everyone kind of even even though it took you know the entire movie for them to get to that point, which actually made it better. Right to see them all rally when Captain America says to Hulk, "You smash," 
and he just goes nuts. It's like it's like this unbridled enthusiasm. Yeah, the only thing that was wrong with that movie was I'm always angry. That's the only thing okay. that was crap. And that's fair. That was pure crap. That's fair. Everything else, and I, I'm not a fan of the director of that film, but that well, film is was really, that? Um, some guy. Some guy. Uh, some, some guy. guy. Some guy who directed a movie once. Yeah. Um, but I saw that movie probably five times oh, it's, in the it's, first like two weeks it was out. It, it was just. It, it was amazing. The, the was thing amazing. that was amazing about it too, right? Is that they really took the slow approach? By the time that movie came, was it the pacing? Was it the slow burn? No, 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 burn no, no, no not the not the pacing of the actual film, but but the the, the cinematic the, universe in and of yes, itself. All yes. the episodes yes. that led together yes. were paced slowly. Yes, is that what you're saying? No, I think that the fact that they were just there that they, that we were able to get this nuanced but history. You just said the slow pacing, the slow building. The you slow building, not pacing. You said, well, yeah, but I'm using you, the word You're pacing. using the word pacing, and because and, yeah. I thought you meant that I thought I was yes. talking about the video. I'm not talking about sort the video. Sort of like the Stranger Things season. No. Built no, no, really no. Slow no, no, no. To a fever pitch. No, I, it's actually, I, think, I disagree, actually, because I think that they blew it. Of course you disagree, because you see my angle now. I, no, I see your angle, but I don't agree with it. I see, <laughs> huh? your, I see what you were trying you to do. You didn't see where I was going That's what you were trying to there. do. You, you had no clue. But when it comes down to Infinity War now... Think about this too, right? We've had so I'm many. Just, I'm going to wait till you make a, a pertinent point, and I'm going to cut you off and derail you with your Bernie Sanders. That's, uh, a, that's our uh, <laughs> politics. Shape shifting reptilians. That's our stock and trade. Um, no, but think about it, right? I mean, yeah. Infinity War had. We've been in Marvel Phase Two for a while, right? So in, for Phase One was like, here's all our phase heavy hitters. Two, yeah, it seems right? like Phase Two has been lasting. It's quite a long a while. time, yeah. right? Yeah. But here's our heavy hitters in Phase One. You're going to Iron Man, boom, it's great. Thor, boom. I loved Thor. I thought the first Thor was great. Captain America, we both agree. First Captain America was one of their yes, one was. of their best films. Wonderful film. You you were just knocking it out of the park. Here's your legacy characters. Here's your main characters. Now here's Avengers. Plus you get Hawkeye. Plus you get Scarlet Witch. Plus you get. You know the Hulk that should have been in previous movies. Well, you didn't get Scarlet Witch until. And that's sorry, sorry. That's uh, uh, what's her uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarlet Johansson. Uh, Black Widow. There you go. Well done, Anna. Alpha intern Anna. Come yes. on, let's let's She's awesome. keep it alliterated here. Um, <laughs> it's not alliteration if there's an I. I know Alpha intern. Um, <laughs> so you have all these characters coming in at the end, right? I think we actually. In the process of, of Phase 2, mm-hmm. which I've kind of grown a little tired of because they're all offbeat now. They're all like these wacky, different movies, which is fine. It was, it's really good. It just feels like it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. To have it all kind of come together, just in the trailer, it's kind of like, all right, this is going to be pretty dope. Yeah, I, my only – I don't know if there's a downside to it because I mean, it was a, trailer, a great trailer. Right? Yeah. yeah, well, it was, yeah. A, it's a trailer. B, it's like – it's a standard trailer format with the music in the background. It's building up the beats sure. and it gives some guy narrating on top of it with some eerie voice. You know, okay, enough, enough. We just saw the Last Jedi do that and a whole bunch of others. But the only the only kind of thing that that gets on my nerves about it is that I know it's a I know it's cut into two parts. Mm-hmm. So we're only going to get the first half of it, and then you're going to have to wait six months to a year for the next one, and that's annoying. Is we've we've got one minute, and I don't and. I just I don't know how they're gonna pull. I'm curious to see how they pull it together. Prediction: Who dies at the end of the first movie? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm assuming. I'm going on a limb. I'm making an ass out of me and you. That's mostly you, though. I am. Well, you don't have to make an ass out of you. The cliffhanger will be kind of an ass. uh, uh, The Empire Strikes Back kind of 
there's a death. Yeah, puppy. of course. And it will probably be. I predict it would be either Captain America or or Iron Man. Captain America. Everyone thinks Captain. Yeah. Well, they're all all their contracts are up. All their contract. This well, is I think the last be, stand. I think it will be more Captain America than it will be Iron Man because Iron Man is going to have to have his cathartic come to Jesus moment after it. Because Iron Man, in the last few mu- movies, they've been building him up yeah. to be a kind of unreasonable uh, reactionary yeah. to to this stuff, and he's you know he's kind of going off the beaten track, and he's getting more austere and more you know for, forgive the term because it's not a political term. Yeah, he's becoming much more conservative with with how he administrates sure, his, sure. His, uh, the the justice of of his job, and so I think I think there's going to be a significant death, and it's going to snap him. Back into the Tony Stark that we knew when when the series first started. Okay, uh, maybe I think he'll know. be the one to die. Nightfall Steve premiere Rogers. this Wednesday, December sixth, ten p.m. Eastern on History yeah, Channel. Yeah, watch it; it's really good, guys. Visit history.com for more information about Nightfall. We want to thank them again. This was really exciting. This was really fun. Uh, bottom line, it was just fun, right? It was just fun to be able to see all this stuff. Yeah, it was fun. And it was fun and it was it's good. It's a good show. Yeah, it's actually a so, good show. So we're, we're <laughs> that, pretty excited that about that. That was really what was more fun about it. Tune in next week. We welcome Bleeding Cool's Riverdale expert, Lauren Sizzleman, to talk about the new hit CW I show. I a couple of those shows. It's, it's actually really good, too. Yeah, yeah, everyone says Secrets that. of the Sire, comics, movies, TV, pop culture. We'll see you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital digital connectors. connectors. Woo! Woo! What's that? (laughs) Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 